All right, what's up, guys? Last day of the month. This is Game Changer Salescast. I'm Dave Villa. It is noon. It is noon. And, um, man, I tell you what, I'm excited as heck. I'm excited as heck, man, to uh, come to you on the last day of the month. You go, why are we doing a sales cast on the last last day of the month? Don't you know we're trying to sell something? Yeah, I know you're trying to sell something. So am I. I'm going to try to help you sell something. How is listening to you talk, David, for 30 minutes and bringing on a guest going to help me sell something? Here's the deal, man. I'm not asking you to stop working, sit around your couch and eat bonbons, right? on the last day of the month and listen to me. What I'm asking you to do is is hear something that might push you over the edge. Well, I'm not where I want to be. You know, my, my October, you know what, is, is turned out to not be the October that I, that I planned in the beginning of the month. Well, you know what, that's not an excuse to not start today. Well, you know what, Dave, I think I'm going to wait until tomorrow, and I'm going to go ahead and just wipe the slate clean, and I'm going to go ahead and just make this a fresh clean start and just put all my eggs in November. I'm going to sandbag her. You know what? I'm just going to kind of, I, I just don't want to feel bad anymore. See, salespeople feel bad. And a lot of times we have to feel so good about ourselves and that we would rather wait 24 hours and procrastinate one more day. And we've done this and we've gotten by, but that's not what a professional does. Let me tell you why a professional, a month is nothing more than a measuring stick. I want to encourage you to, to leave the measuring stick alone. Okay. Leave the month measuring stick out of the equation altogether because the bottom line is, you know, the bottom line is this, the, 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 the month is, is, is nothing. The day is what matters. You're, if you close a deal today or you close a deal tomorrow, is it going to make any less or more money for you? In many cases, you get a check, to, you get a deal tomorrow, you get a deal today, you get a deal two days from now, you're still going to get paid. So I want to encourage you to start today because what you start today, even if it doesn't close, may very well cause you to close a deal tomorrow. So I want to talk today, and we're going to bring on our guest in a moment. We're going to be bringing on Alexander Miller. She's a vice president in uh, uh, sales and marketing. And I'm going to bring her on in just a few minutes. But before we do that, I'm going to talk to you guys about what makes a top performer. Let's talk about these things. By the way, you see these hats here. These are our Serial Sales Pro hats. I'm going to give these away today on the show. So if you get on Facebook or you get on Twitter and you start throwing some comments out, we're going to read your questions, and I'm going to give a couple of hats away. We've got four sitting up here. These are real cool hats, man. These aren't like cheap hats. These hats are the real deal, and we're going to give them away. These are the uh, FlexFit hats. Very cool. There's our Serial Sales Pro emblem. It says Serial Sales Pro on the back, and uh, we're going to give these away to you today. So put your questions out there, and let's talk about what makes a top performer. When you look at groups of salespeople, look, I've trained salespeople for a long time. Many of you guys have been in sales for a long time. So I want you to think back. You managers, think to all the people you've trained over the years. You salespeople, think of all the people that you've worked with over the years. Think about what you used to do when you weren't that good. Think about what you've done to make a difference and think about what you continue to do to stay on the top. And I want you to look at sales performers. Let's put them into a category or a room, if you would. And, and what do we find? We find salespeople with different personalities. We find salespeople with different temperaments. We find salespeople with different selling styles. There's some that are aggressive, that are more closer styles. And then we have some that are more consultative. You know, I want to encourage you sales managers. There's not one that's better than the other because I'm more of a closer and more aggressive. But as I evolved over the years, 
that wasn't enough to get me to the level that I've wanted to get, that I've gotten to, that I and, and still want to get to to this day. I had to learn how to be more of a consultative salesperson as well and get good at what I naturally wasn't good at. So, and I used to hire people only that were aggressive and closers. And today, some of my top salespeople are stronger at consultative sales than they are. And if I didn't change my thinking, then I would be missing out on an entire different uh, side of the sales arena that helps us get to and reach our goals. So you're going to find different personalities, different temperaments. You're going to find different styles of selling. You're going to find different levels. Some are highly educated. Some are not. I've had people over the years, again, as I've expanded my thinking, that have been, you know, in, in the beginning, you know, I hired people that they had a pedigree or years of sales training. I've had people with 30 years of sales training fall flat on their face and I've had people that were hungry that literally the ink on their diploma from high school wasn't dry yet and they came in and banked. So how do we know what makes a top performer? I would challenge you that it's not their personality, it's not their temperament, it's not their style of selling, and it's not the level of education they have. So let's talk about what gives a top performer their edge. You know, I think in order to do this, we have to look at what causes top performers to lose their edge. And I find that there's, there's a single factor in all producers, okay, that's consistent in sales production, regardless of the time of year, regardless of the economic condition, regardless if it's the last day of the month, regardless if it's the first day of the month. And that is attitude. And I'm not talking about like, you know, like uh, 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 Charles Swindoll's, you know, little poem on attitude, which we've all read and, you know, we got hung up and it's really cool. Or the little quotes that you send one another that I send and you send that talk about attitude. I'm talking about really looking into what it is that we think, how we think. Are we operating in stinking thinking or are we operating with an attitude that is, that is on the level of what it takes to be a top performer? What's the single factor, regardless of the economic condition, regardless of the time of year, regardless of the last day, regardless of the first day, regardless of your months going the way you wanted it to go or not, is attitude. That's a settled way. By the way, an attitude is a settled way. It's settled on the inside of you. That's, that, that, I want to I I camp there for a second. It's settled on the inside of you and I, meaning that I'm not deliberating this thing. I'm not contemplating it. You don't have to sell me. I sh- if I have to sell you right now on this, then I would challenge that your attitude is not in the right place. So I'm going to challenge you to s- th- that your attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling. I'm settled. Hey, regardless if my month sucked, I'm settled. Regardless if, my, if, my, if, if I had three clients go away, I'm settled. Regardless if I've had the week that I want, I'm settled. You understand what I'm saying? A top performers have an attitude or a settling way of thinking and feeling that is reflected in their behavior. Regardless of the number of years that I've spent selling or the people that I've trained, regardless of the level of understanding that somebody has, regarding, uh, regardless of the sales techniques or the strategies, you can close more doors than you can close more doors than a freaking valet. It doesn't matter. Okay, you, you, you could you could take more. You could you could you could sit under Tom Hopkins and Grant Cardone. You could watch every Zig Ziglar video that's on the Internet right now. And you could watch Game Changer until your eyeballs fall out of your head. But regardless of the sales techniques or strategies that you have without a strong conviction in yourself, I'm going to say it again, without a strong conviction in yourself, your prospects conviction will not be there. I'm going to say it again without a strong conviction in you in your product, in what you do, in how you think, 
without a settling your customer, your prospective customer, their conviction in moving forward will also not be there. Many people, guys, in the world of sales, Lewis, Ezra, you guys see this. Many people in the world of sales are consumed by the rejection, the high levels of negativity that you're subjected to daily. Look, I'm going to say this. You know, I wish I had an easy answer. I wish I could coddle people today, but I don't think we need coddling because professionals get it. People that need to be coddled all the time, I don't think well, they have what it takes to be a professional in sales. So if you're looking for an industry that rejection doesn't exist on an hourly basis and that you're not going to be told no, then get out of sales. But if you're looking for an industry that you can rise to the top of the food chain and that you can get into the upper class of income earners in the world, then sales is for you. But expect rejection on a daily basis. Top producers, here's what they do. They never allow the prospect, listen to this, they never allow the prospect to steal their self-esteem. I'll say it this way. They never allow their prospect to steal their sales esteem. Top producers take rejection and negativity, and they convert that energy into, in, into a positive thinking, into positive energy. Top producers, they don't get mad. They get even. How do they get even? In other words, if a deal you were counting on in, in, in sales dissolves right before your eyes, how many have had that happen? Maybe your month is not where you want it to be because you've had deal after deal after deal dissolve before your eyes. Top performers don't get mad. They get even because the deal they were counting on or the deals they were counting on, the commission they were counting on, dissolve before their eyes, they immediately set out to replace that done deal. Come on, you said it, done deal. <laughs> They've immediately set out to replace that done deal with another. They op- opposed to letting the negativity manifest or grow, right, itself causing a snowball effect resulting in another bad month, another bad week. Guys, it's time that we move from amateur to professional, from amateur to professional. Sales pros get paid, amateurs don't. sales pros get paid, amateurs don't. When are you going to cross that line from amateur to professional? All right? What do you guys think? Hey, are we taking that commercial break or are we going straight to Alex? Straight to Alex. Alex. Okay. So, guys, I want to bring on Alexander Miller. And uh, I I had her on uh, Auto Deal Live with a group and a panel uh, not too long ago. We interviewed several salespeople in the auto industry. And now she is um, a, a part of a company uh, that sells multiple technologies to the automotive industry and uh, automotive partners. And she is the vice president of sales and uh, a very, very strong salesperson within her own rights. Also leads a great team. Alexander, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule on the last day of the month to come on to the Game Changer Sales Cast with me. How are you doing today, Alexander? Hi. I am doing great. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. And, and we have a few minutes here together. So if I want to jump right into this and, and we're talking a little bit about, and I know, you know, what's really cool about the game changer guys you're watching, Alexander can amen this because we didn't talk about it. You know, we don't, we don't set this out in advance and put questions out and, and this isn't rigged or fixed. You know, this is something that is, is just done off the cuff because it's not, designed Alexander to bring on trainers. It's not, I'm not trying to get on sales gurus. I'm getting people on that are out in the field every day that are running teams that are selling deals that are closing business. And I want to hear what game changers are doing to make a difference and move the needle. So I know you are one of those. So we're talking in the opening. Um, I'm not sure if you could hear it or not, but I was talking about top performers and I'm talking about what top performers do that people that aren't on the top are not willing to do. Let me ask you a question in your years 
and I know you're, you're young, but in your years of, of, of sales management and even in, in your years when you weren't in management, you know, did you experience no's? <laughs> Uh, yes, a lot. And I still do, actually, every single day. Um, I think sometimes I hear no more often than yes, but I think that's what makes that yes so gratifying. Well, let me ask you a question. You know, I guess this is, this is going to be, this is a no-brainer question, but I, I want to ask, does it feel good? You've been in sales this long. Does the, do the no's feel any better than they felt to you? <laughs> uh, no, but I, I'll be honest with you. I think that you hit a threshold where you just get more determined. Um, that no kind of just gives you that it lights that little bit of internal fire you have to keep pushing and keep calling and say, okay, right, you told me no the first time, but let me call you the next time and, and propose something different. And um, it almost becomes a little bit of a game, even more so than, than just the sales element. I, I absolutely couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, we're talking a little bit about attitude in the, in the opening. And um, not, I, I said not just like this, the subtle, you know, cozy quote attitude stuff that we see out there. But, you know, real attitude. I mean, I'm talking about the attitude that re- that reflects in our thinking. And, you know, um, since we know as salespeople and sales managers and owners and people that, you know, that, that are that are not only selling but we're, we're in- responsible for people that are selling, we know we're going to get no's. We talked about it doesn't feel good. Let's talk about what it does if a salesperson doesn't handle it right. What does it do over the course of time to their level of expectation in your experience? So, so let's look at it this way. A salesperson that doesn't handle the word no right, they don't know how to handle it. What does it do, Alexander, to their level of expectation in your experience? Yeah, I mean, they, they get themselves, they will talk themselves out of sales, I think. I think they, they kind of put up this mental block of like, well, you know, that guy didn't work. I called him, to, you know, followed up with him. I followed the process the way I'm supposed to, and he still said no. I'm just not having a good day. Um, and unfortunately, that, that impacts the entire team. I mean, if you've got one person that just feels really negative, unfortunately, you know, they're going and they're having a conversation with somebody else who's, you know, maybe not doing all that well either. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of just spreads and just affects the morale overall. So, um, you know, that can be really, really detrimental to um, your pipeline, to your sales expectations and, and everything else. Absolutely true. And, you know, um, there's two ways to look at it. And I think over the years, and I know that you're a very good manager and, you know, you, you, you like people and you care about them and you're doing things that are out of the box. And over the years, I think that there's two ways that sales managers have handled that type of person. I mean, number one reason, and I think a lot still do today, is they just blow them out. You know, there's not a lot of patience for them. There's not a lot of, um, you know, uh, it, it, they just kind of blow them out. And, you know, I think that, I think that that ultimately has to be what happens, at the, you know, at, you know at, the, at the sake of the team if change cannot happen. But I think that, what you know, if you look at it this way, salespeople, by definition of their um, makeup, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about their style or how fast they talk or loud and how charismatic they are. I mean, there's different styles, but I'm talking about by the m- sheer makeup of I'm going to get into a business where I'm told no more often than yes. If I choose that as a profession, I think that affirmation and then positive thinking is something that we're able to do on a daily or weekly basis, at least in the beginning of the day. But then we're faced with reality a lot of times. And in your experience, rather than just blowing somebody out, where do you think the change has to occur in somebody i know this is a very very you know maybe a tough question but where do you think the change needs to occur to to say you know what i'm i'm not going to make it a surface level you know uh you know feeling based you know situation anymore i'm going to change the way i think i mean what did that where did that happen for you do you remember when that began to happen for you in your career 
Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of it, I think a lot of that responsibility falls on the manager. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, I, I had a situation when I was selling cars um, that I was struggling. I mean, to be frank, I was, I was not as successful as I, I def- definitely could have been. Um, and I had a manager who said, you know what, let's try this. Um, and he kind of got in the trenches with me and show, he, he was, you know, gracious enough to show me a program that completely changed um, my livelihood and my life. I think a lot of times, um, you know, I think managers just assume because everyone's not performing at their level that they're failing. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. And it's really up to them to step in and say, hey, listen, you know, what's really happening? You know, what what kind of money do you need to make? What, you know, what is your situation at home? What's going on? Because sometimes it could just be something that's weighing really heavy on someone. Yeah. You know, it might be a personal situation that's just, you know, impacting their overall mood. That mood is affecting their attitude and they're, you know, they're projecting that onto their customers. So sometimes it's, it's just understanding what's going on and then helping them find a way to back into the numbers that they need to achieve. You know, put it on paper, make it more simple, you know, teach them how to work their pay plans. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're a good boss, you shouldn't be so concerned with how much money everyone's making. You just want everyone to be successful. How much, you know, you hit on something and, and, and I love that because I, I subscribe to that all the way. And, and how much of a difference do you think that makes? I mean, for the managers that are listening right now and quite honestly, for the salespeople that are listening right now that, you know what, they go, I, I don't work for an organization like that, you know, but they're but they're good at their job and they could be even better in sales. You know, how important do you think that what you just said, being a manager that cares, being a manager that, hey, I've been here in my own personal career, so therefore I can relate and I want to make a difference. How important do you think that is to the success or failure of a team to the managers that are listening and to the salespeople that may want to get plugged into the organization that thinks that way? I I think that's everything. I really do. I think that is the most impactful thing that anyone can do. I think, um, you know, I've been very fortunate in my career to have, um, you know, a couple managers as well as mentors that have stepped in and really helped me to grow and flourish in my industry. Um, And I think all the time to myself, had these people not come into my life and stepped in at that time, where would I be? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think a lot of times, you know, they're just looking at it from a, a, you know, I need this person on the floor. I need them to sell 10 cars. We all want to do that. There's no salesperson in the world that doesn't want to do that. <laughs> there mm-hmm. just, just doesn't exist. But there are struggles that happen, and it's up to that manager, if they really want to be a manager, to step in and teach and be relatable. It's okay to, to say I failed once. Listen, I did the same thing, man. I went through the same struggles. Let me tell you some things that I did to help, you know, change. Let's, uh, you know, you normally get to work at 830. Let's try getting to work at 815. See if that changes. Let's change something in your routine to see if we can um, just shake it up a little bit. That's absolutely. And, and let me change and shift. Let me ask you a question about uh, determination and how important you think the determination is. You know, um, and, and, and let me kind of give, let me kind of just lay this out in a, um, maybe an opinion and then ask a question to follow up. But, you know, I feel like determination is either inherent, you know, either you're, you're born with it, it's there, and you're a determined person, or, you know, it it's, can be fueled, you know, by a strong conviction in belief in in oneself and or their product and service. So, you know, either way, whether that, you know, whether they're, you know, and I think that, by the way, if somebody is determined inherently, you know, and they're born with it, obviously to succeed at a a great level, they have to believe in their product and service. But how important do you think determination is in oneself and then ultimately in the company and the product that that person works for? Yeah, I think I think you're 100% right. I think it is inherent for a lot of people. I think a lot of salespeople have that natural 
uh, determination. Um, but as you were saying earlier in regards to attitude and situational things happen, um, that they, they change their opinion of that. Maybe, you know what, I'm failing, I'm going to give up. Um, so I think you're right. I think it can be awakened. Um, and I think that, you know, it, it really is just somebody stepping in and, and, and helping them refocus and get back on track. That's, that's really what it takes sometimes instead of just, like you're saying, coach up and coach out. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you a question. We have a, a couple minutes here, and I want to I give you the ability to, 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 to share this. I mean, if you had to talk to salespeople that are listening today, I know it's the last day of the month, and look, we came from the, you know, we came from this industry. We're in this industry. We serve the industry of the auto industry. And so there's a big push on the end of the month. And you know, for a long, long time in my career, and even today, I mean, we count the month, but I, I changed my thinking a little bit, meaning that I want to see people succeed, you know, every day. And I want them to change. I want them to be professionals. And if, and, and, and I, I want to, and so I, I put less merit on the measuring stick of a month and I put more on the progress of an individual. So I'm kind of shifted, even though we still measure our business by the month, but, but anyway, so, so, um, my question though is, so if someone's listening the last day of the month or they're preparing for the first day of the month or wherever they are in their career, what do you think? And if you had to look and talk to somebody and say, Hey, you know what? I think that this could be one of the most important things that a salesperson needs to embrace or look at to, to, to change and begin to shift from an amateur to a professional. I mean, based on your career, based on things that you've seen, things on things you've done, mistakes you've made, you know, um, what would you say to the salespeople that are listening today that can help them take their career and put it into a direction of growth? Yeah, I think um, the first thing is I have a boss right now who always talks about capturing things on paper. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of – sometimes I think if you see something versus just saying it out loud, mm -hmm. um, it kind of puts things in perspective for you and it helps you understand what you need to do to get where you're trying to go. Um, so I, I think the first part is, uh, for me, it's always an organization. So, you know, even when I was selling cars, just preparing for when those clients are coming in, um, you know, to a level that may seem a little excessive, but just helps you get through the sales process, which in turn impacts everything else, right? Your CSI scores and your ability to actually sell the car, et cetera. Um, so I think organizations, you know, capturing things on paper, um, you know, doing the appropriate follow-up, you know, a phone call, phone calls are tough right now. I'll be honest with you. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm in that industry and I'm making phone calls. People aren't answering the phone. So, you know, get a little creative, find other ways to communicate, whether it's social media, text message, email, just find another way to connect with them, um, you know, and, and, and get your mind right. I think, um, you know, there's always a little bit of time you can take every morning. I do um, some daily affirmations mm -hmm. where I kind of get my mind focused for what my day is going to bring. Um, and some days I have those amazing days where we close five deals and it's just, you know, total game changer. Mm -hmm. And then other days we just got told no and I made 100 calls and didn't get anybody. Right. Those days just happen. Yep. But when you get those closed deals, it, it makes it all worthwhile. So I think taking that time to kind of refocus every day is important. Get organized, capture your goals and what you're trying to do on paper, and then, you know, put a smile on your face, show up, and make it happen. That's great. You, I couldn't have said it better myself. That that fires me up to hear you say that because you're going to experience the nose. And it sounds like, uh, Alexandra, that you have, you know, crossed that line from amateur to pro. And that's, that is what it's all about. You know, I've trained salespeople for a long time. And I've been a salesperson for longer. And, you know, there is something that has to click. 
you know, um, I, I, you know, I'm writing a book. Um, I'm writing a book right now called Sales Pros Get Paid, Amateurs Don't. And it literally is about this. It's something that, it, it, I, and I'm talking along the lines of when I crossed the line from amateur to pro, when I made the decision. And it's, and it's practical, practical things. And, you know, I look back and I see people that have been in sales. You know, literally, you see people 70 years old. That are that are still working. That they. What do you do? Well, I'm a salesperson, and they probably had 75 jobs over their career. And you know what? They're still in sales because they don't know what else to do. But they never become a professional. They make. They may talk well. They may. They may have some gifting, but they're. They've never made their mind up to become a professional. If you ask them, it's always their product's fault. It's always the company's fault. It's always where I worked and what I did and who who didn't give me the opportunity. Instead of making a change in your mindset. And I'm going to tell you something. Um, I think that's when true opportunity will, um, you know, will, will come. And uh, so I, I, let me ask you this. If somebody wants to follow you or the best way they want to connect with you, um, what would that be? Your information, um, a Twitter handle and your, your picture is up on the screen. But is there any other way that somebody that's listening can connect with you if they'd like to? Absolutely. I think LinkedIn and Facebook are my primary drivers okay. um, from business and personal side. Um, so, you know, my Facebook is just Alexandra Miller. Um, and then my LinkedIn is, is the same. And again, um, you know, I work for the Automotive Partners and, and that is the best way to, to find me and connect. I'm always on social. So definitely look me up. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on. It's been a great, uh, great interview. I hope you guys close strong and have a phenomenal November. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. That was Alexander Miller. And we have some comments that are coming on Facebook. Somebody just sent me a video. I, I can't watch if it's a video message uh, that you guys just sent me. So, listen, we're going to give these hats away. Kenny Lindrum. When no, you Kenny Lindrum said. I can't hear you. Kenny Lindrum said. Read the question. <laughs> the mic. Kenny Lindrum said. You're not, you're not going through. Kenny, how nope. Okay, go ahead and tell me. Kenny Lindrum, you responded in. Awesome. Change your mindset, own your future. Kenny Landrum. Hey, we'll send Kenny one of these hats. If you want a serial sales pro hat, man, these things are these things are incredible. These are cool. All my sales team and a lot of our company have them. Um, I drove through Starbucks drive through wearing it on uh, the other morning on the weekend, and the teller asked for one. So, um, I mean, you know, so uh, listen, what a great show. What a great interview with Alexandra. Um, we've got a few minutes to go. So we're, we're talking today about the difference between an amateur and a professional. And, you know, and uh, we're going we're gonna to be right back in two seconds. We've got a 60-second break, and we'll be back to close the show out. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to Game Changer SalesCast. I'm Dave Villa. The best people are motivated by passion. You've got to be motivated by where you're going. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Amateurs see their situation through the wrong lens. When a sales producer knows they have something of value, what do they do? They challenge the objections. They challenge the excuses. They challenge every reason that would defer the decision to buy. If you're in the game of sales and you're not a game changer, then you're not going to make it. If you're not uncovering opportunity, someone else is going to get there. It's going to take the bold to make it past the breaking point. If you carry the baggage from last month, if you carry the baggage from last week, then you're going to suck today. Be daring, be first, be different, and don't ever give up. All right, we're back, and... Uh, 
Listen, if you're interested in having me come and speak, then you make sure you get a hold of us at the office here and uh, information. You can find us uh, 813-630-5888, and you can reach out to extension 501 or 561. And uh, so we have had a great show, had Alexander Miller on. What an incredible talent. We've got a couple of minutes here. Listen, if you'd like to be on Game Changer, I think we're booked out, right, through when? Um, We're pretty much booked out to about December, January. We're booked out to yeah. January. Okay, we're booked out to January, but if you'd like to get on Game Changer Salescast and you feel like you are a game changer, then reach out. You can call the number 574-1820 that's on the screen, and we'll get you hooked up. And uh, what a great show. Listen, are you an amateur or are you a professional? If you're a professional, your comments coming in, man, keep them coming. Make sure you get a hold of us, and we're going to give you one of these Serial Sales Pro hats. Um, Curtis Mandeville said, a professional has a plan and implements it to get in front of as many people. Amen, Curtis. A professional has a plan. So, so hear what Curtis is saying. A professional, what? They have a plan. They just they, listen. They don't just. They don't, they're not going off the seat of their pants. They got a plan. Their plan is, I got to get good at what I do. We got William McCormick. William McCormick says, "Where is my? Why are you tweeting me that stuff, man? Why are you sending me that? Where is my serial sales pro hat? I don't know. No, he said, I wear. My I wear. Okay, well, you, we got to, we got to, okay, I wear my, come on, William, that's what I'm talking about, that's what I'm talking about, baby, you, 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 got, you got a good size head there, William, so we had to get, I don't think we have any of those sizes left, <laughs> now, he's a great, he's a great salesperson, a true game changer, hey, we got a, we got about 30 seconds left, listen, if you want to be on the show, man, get a hold of us, are you a pro, or are you an amateur, weigh in, tell me what you think of the show, tell me how it can be better, listen, I'm doing this, man, because I love sales, not because I don't have anything better to do. These guys, these guys, believe me, they're on me to get me in here at 12 o'clock. I'm doing this because I love what I do, and I want to see you get better. I'm Dave Villa. Make sure you check out SerialSalesPro.com. SerialSalesPro.com. Listen, man, if you're an individual, don't use the excuse that somebody that you work for is not willing to get you training. Buy it yourself. It's cheap on there, cheap enough. Cheap enough on there, you could buy it, man. If you're an owner of a company and you want your salespeople or your vice president or manager in sales, SerialSalesPro.com. I promise you this, your people will get better and make more money over the phone and in every other way. Have a great day. I'll see you next week.